I'm Pat Hyben, and over the past 25 years, I've sold over 7,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in volume. In 2010, I sold my team business to my top agent and went on book tour promoting my book, Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate professional's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. That book went on to become a New York Times bestseller. Now I live off the passive income streams from the real estate I bought with commissions I earned as a full-time agent. And I am committed to giving back to the real estate industry as so many mentors of mine have given back to me. On this show, we'll interview the world's best agents, brokers, coaches, and investors to help you make more commissions and create the life you deserve. Attention real estate agents who want to win more listings. Want to discover the secrets of how to create wealth and freedom by embracing the listing life without the pain of getting rejected by sellers and losing listings to more experienced agents? If so, then join me on a very special free webinar event titled How to Beat Experienced and Egotistical Listing Agents Without Commission Cutting and Overpricing. On this training, you'll discover the answers every real estate agent needs to know to instantly win more listings, including the six most widely used scripts to get a seller to sign the listing paperwork, the three success hacks to combat an agent with a huge track record of success, and the four easiest statements that instantly get sellers to pay higher commissions. These three things and so, so much more. So if you're serious about wanting to win more listings without getting rejected by sellers and losing listings to more experienced agents, register now for this special event that will show you exactly how to create wealth and freedom by embracing the listing life. Register now at hybendigital.com backslash listing or by texting the word listing to 444-999. That's listing to 444-999. And make sure to stick around for the huge game-changing offer that you won't receive anywhere else. That's listing to 444-999 or online at hybendigital.com backslash listing. See you there. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I have a great guest uh, coming today. Listen to this stat. So I heard this stat, and I was like, man, I got to get this dude on the line. Blake listed 72 houses in 30 days recently, and I'm like, oh, wow, we need to find out what he's doing and how he's doing it. So I am very fortunate to get out of his busy schedule, Mr. Blake Cantrell from Springfield, Missouri on the line. Blake, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Hi, how's it going? Good, buddy. Why don't you uh, tell our Rockstar audience a little bit about yourself, Blake, so they can get to know you better? Yeah, so I've actually uh, I've only been in real estate two and a half years. Uh, I've grown up around it my whole life, though. Uh, my mom's been in real estate for about 25 years. Uh, two years ago, 
little over two years ago, I guess, we uh, started Michelle Cantrell Associates, which is our team. Uh, from there, it was her and I. She was actually uh, working as a team leader with Keller Williams, traveling around the United States. Uh, she decided to move back after I had my son, which is two and a half years old. And we uh, put a game plan together to start a team. And from there, we've just kind of, well, uh, our first year, we did decent being it was halfway through. 2016, we did $38 million in sales, uh, 241 homes. This year, we sold over 220 so far, and we've hit $40 million in sales. So we've already hit this year. Uh, we hit last year's numbers already this year. So... That's uh, crazy. And wait a minute. And two and a half years ago, and she wasn't even an agent, right? She was. She was. She was an agent. Uh, yeah, here for about twenty five years, but she moved away. She was actually living in uh, Coronado, California, for about three years. Okay. So back and have completely taken on the ISA program and really uh, just blown the business up by really. That's been our really big part of it. That's crazy. Then, and what were you doing two and a half years ago? Um. So up until uh, June twenty eighth of twenty sixteen, I was a full time fireman for ten years. So that's a, wow, well, that's a big shift, huh? Going from Yeah, I, I was living uh, two different lifestyles for sure. I would uh, be at the firehouse for 24 hours at a time, so 10 days a month. And then the two days that I would have off, I would be going on my uh, listing appointments or my buyer appointments. I started out as a buyer's agent for our team, and I would set my appointments around the days I was off at the firehouse. That's crazy. All right, so let's get into some nitty-gritty as we always do. What is your ECI, as we like to call it on the show, your ego Commission income. What was your total gross income last year? Our team, uh, we did yes. right, right at, uh, I think we were $40,000 short of being MREA. So uh, we did, I think it was 960000 Okay. And what's your profit margin? Um, so we are, I believe last year it was right around seven fifty dollars is what we were, uh, what we actually brought in versus our expenses and everything. This year, I, I believe our operating this year is going to be around 400 because we've grown so much. So with a goal of we've moved it from 50 million to 60 million, and I think we're going to pass that being we're already at 40 million for the year. Uh, so 1.6 million, 400, it should be around 1.2 this year for our team. Okay, so, um, but, does that, but for your team, and then after you pay your agents, mm -hmm. what's left? After you pay your expenses, expenses broker, agents, agents between What's the split, like? so uh, it's split now. It's currently me, myself, and my mother. So, uh, I'm sorry, me, myself, my brother, and my mother. Okay. And it should be this year, we should be, me and my brother should do around 300, and she should do around a million as far as our actual, um, once the splits go around, we're maybe 250 a piece, and then she'll, she'll do around 800 on it with our splits, how it works. So, you, got, she, you guys, you, so it's not like a three-way split. It's no. A, she pays you. How does she pay you and your brother? Um, we are actually on a 60-40 split on our resale side. So okay. uh, my brother and I split 60% of the business, and then she takes 40% on that part of it. And then our, we have a new construction account as well, which is one of the is actually the largest builder in Missouri. And uh, so she actually works exclusively with him and covers the new construction side. Him and I run the resale side. I do our listings. He does the buyers, and she takes care of the new construction. Okay, and do you, and so you only get paid on the people you shake their hand, right? You only get paid on the people you're working with. Your mom gets paid on the people no, she's working with, and your brother gets paid on who he's working with. No, we actually split it across the board. We, uh, being we're a family, uh, the way we look at it is we all know a lot of the same people, so we just have it on a constant split. Is how we do it. So then, how's she make more than you? 
because she gets on the new construction side. It is um, the listing part of it's solely her. Okay. So, she keeps, so the majority of your business is a new construction. No, it, last year it was 30, 70 new construction was 30 this year. It's about a 40, 60, 50, 50 is really what it's coming to. And you should have more than right. If she's making 800 and you're making 150. Yeah. Because she's about 40% to my 30% is what it is. And then my brother gets the 30%. Okay. I see. So she gets 40, your brother gets 30 and you get 30. Yep. And you, you take out all the new construction. Yep. Except for buyers. It's, and, it's and very that's, complicated. And, and, that's only, and that's only of the profit. Yep. And, and okay. And then, well, what do you mean except for buyers? Because that's all he does is work buyers. Well, with it on the new construction side, we of course get paid on all the buyers, but on just the listing portion of new construction, we don't make money on that part of it. Him and I don't. Okay, cool. Wow. Well, I don't mean to complicate things, but that's interesting. That's great. I'm always curious about how families, you know, split things up and, and that sort of thing. So, so all right, let's, um, let's get into some nitty gritty here. First of all, tell me about the builder program that your mom has set up. Uh, what does that mean? Does that mean a bunch of builders just use her to put spec homes in the computer and she puts them in MLS? Does that mean she has to sit the open houses for the builder? How's that all that work? So we have it divided. We really, I can, the best way to say it's we almost have two businesses within one. Our new construction, we just carry actually one uh, builder and he will do, I believe we're at about 70 houses for the year. I think we have, let me see here. Right now we have about 35 of his houses under contract. We will do 120 new construction homes this year is what we'll probably, and that's just one builder. Um, and what do you do for that? Like, what does that mean to list 10 so, houses a month, new construction? Are you just putting them in MLS and getting paid? No, we, we do. Uh, so currently within the next six months, we'll have subdivisions going in. He, he's got into the developing part of it as well. So we'll have about 500 lots available over the next year to be developed on. So that's a, oh, a great okay. part for our business. New construction is booming here. So uh, being able to, to jump into that part of it, we for sure hold an open house every Sunday in our new construction, no matter what. Uh, whenever I was, uh, we don't do models. No, we just do the home. We sell them so fast that we can't do model homes. So what we do is whatever house is finished and we've had it cleaned, even if it's sold already, we're holding that house open and we're able to sell other houses off of doing that. So even me, myself, as our lead listing specialist, I still go out and do open houses in our new construction because it's a very big chance of me being able to sell one of those houses just off of holding an open house because he, uh, his quality is so good that, and he prices, he's a mass builder with it. He goes off of quantity. So he's able to make the price of his home so much cheaper that, uh, people can afford them and they, they buy him over, over other builders. I mean, he, he is amazing in our market right now. And that's, I mean, we have a, a large showroom as well. So every single client that comes in, they can sit down at the table, go through a whole uh, list of colors and, and a whole selection room. So it's, we just have a really, we try to make it a one-stop shop is our goal. Okay. All right. Fascinating. Okay. So let's talk about 72 listings in 30 days. Like, yes. first of all, where, where did, where do you get, where do you even get like 72 listing appointments in 30 days? Nonetheless, 72 listings. Were some of those from the builder? No, that's resale. So, so, so okay. So, so like how many, you probably have to go on at least a hundred appointments to get seven. We do 
my our goal we have on my schedule my uh isa has it to where every day no matter what he can do up to three a day scheduling me listings and typically i have three a day on my listing appointments but it's between three and six a day is my listing appointments okay so and and where like where do these leads come from uh of course uh we use we have red x we have uh, vulcan 7 we have um Right. Uh, I mean, those are all, those are all utilities he uses. Yes. Smokes irons for sell by ownership. And then circle prospecting. That's where he's getting them. Yeah. So he, he goes through his day. He has a calendar set up every day of what his uh, time blocking is. So he has so many hours of circle prospecting, so many hours of cancels, so many hours of follow up. And he really, I mean, him, I say he, I have two, two ISAs that Monday through Friday, eight to five, and that is all they focus on is setting me listing appointments. And, and yeah. you're going on three listing appointments a day. Minimum. Yes. Minimum. And you get, and if you get the listing and bring it back to the office mm-hmm. and it sells and settles, mm-hmm. what do you get paid? Uh, 30%. 30%. Oh, okay. That's what I couldn't figure out. I'm 30%. Like, when you were saying 60, I was like, well, wait a minute, that's not adding up. So now it makes yeah. more sense. You have 30% so across the board. 30% and then 70% goes back into the pot. Your mom gets, you know, but you get 30% off the top, right? Off the top, yeah, of everything. Off the top, okay. Yeah. And then the rest is split. Yeah, and then I'll get a bonus at the end of the year as well on profitability. So I focus on, I'm also over our lead generation department and making sure that we are profitability in our business are profitable in our business. So then at the end of the year, I will get bonus off profitability. And we don't know what that is until we figured out how much profit we've made. Right, right. Okay, good. All right. So uh, let's talk about the circle prospecting. So is he, is he just pulling up, you know, tell me about like how many calls this guy makes a day or these multiple people make a day, who they call, what are their scripts? Like, you know, Fizbo's and expires. That's pretty cliche. Yeah. Uh, circle prospecting is interesting. Is some people will, are afraid of it. You know, afraid of the do not call list and all that. Others are embracing it and just going full out. Um, you know, calling up and down every single street they can. So tell me your guys' philosophy and what well, you're doing. We used to do every single street, and then we got uh, purposeful about it and started going to certain price ranges. So we'll pull, I, I believe now we've went to everything 200 and up. Our average sales price is 160 in Southwest Missouri. We are trying to raise our personal average sales price on our team. So we figured we'd start doing 200 and up on our circle prospecting. We do a lot of free flow. Uh, we have certain key points that we're gonna hit, but it's, it's a basic, uh, hey, we have buyers looking in your area. Are you interested in selling your house? Have you thought about seeing what the value of your home is? And basically, you start talking about doing a market analysis and then move it to, well, great. Would you like to have Blake come out and talk to you about the benefits of selling your home? Or if you could sell your house today and make make money off of it, would you do it? It's just a really basic free flow. Uh, just talk to the person. We want to build rapport with every single person. And that's how we're getting in their door is not by really scripting, but by just building a relationship with them. Everybody wants that personal relationship. Now, now, yeah. So, like, like, how many people still have landlines? I mean, are you calling all landlines? No, some some landlines, mostly cell phones. Where, where are you getting cell phone numbers? You can through the the different auto dialers. You can pull them. Uh, we use Cole Realty as well for our circle prospecting. That's our our primary circle prospecting. Cole Realty. Cole Realty. Yep. And Cole Realty supplies cell phones. Yeah. So they'll supply the house, street number, the person's name, and a cell phone number. Yep. Okay. And so, and they're just banging away. Hey, you know, just 
calling to see if you and, thought about selling your house. Really, yeah, we really canceled and for sale by owners and expireds are really our bread and butter when it comes to getting our, our new listings. Uh, I, I often tell or on our team, we have a kind of a, an ongoing joke that I, I tell people, um, there's a couple agents in town that I say, I, I specialize in selling their houses that didn't sell the first time because I come in and price them correctly. I don't just go off of what the people are wanting to list it as. The big part is making sure that I am absolutely for sure that I can sell the house at that price. And that's just really, it gets down to the making sure that the numbers are correct and not, not budging off those numbers. Wow. And so, so how many houses will expire or come off the market in, in Springfield, Missouri area every day? Between, so expired and canceled, we are 30 to 40, say in the area, somewhere in that ballpark. Okay. So that, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, a lot of yeah. markets, you know, it's a seller's market. So you don't see any expired activity, very few at all. So to have that go on is an interesting market. Sam Monreal has over 200 agents that he sifts through leads for every day at his company, Rockerbox. Dale Archdeacon coaches agents how to sift through leads on their team. Both are industry experts at incoming leads and outbound leads. Nobody is talking more about this subject than these two guys. They have given me the form that all their people, all their coaches, in Sam's case, all his sifters use to qualify potential seller prospects and to turn them into listing appointments. I'm going to give this form to you for free just as a benefit of being a listener of Real Estate Rockstars. To get a free copy of this form, text SCRIPT, that's S-C-R-I-P-T, to 444-999. That's SCRIPT to 444-999. Okay, so let's. I want to talk to you a little bit about your listing appointment. Uh, tell me about it. What you do? What steps do you take when you get there? What steps are done ahead of time? If you could just tell us, soup the nuts. You know Blake's listing protocol that's yeah. enabled you to list seventy-two houses in thirty days. What happens? Well, of course, uh, you know. Do you know much about the disc assessment? Yes, absolutely. The DISC. Yes. So on that, my, my ISA, they typically will tell me, hey, this guy's a high D or an I or S or C. So I can know if the guy's a high D, I'm going to walk in the door and say, hey, let's get these papers signed. And I walk out the door and it sometimes happens that quick and you're gone in 15 minutes. If you know, so you, you have to go through and, and up front, they, they do a lot of, uh, as far as they do, what's called a, a seller counselor council interview where they, they tell me a lot about the seller right up front for what they know about them. And, and just having that information up front makes so much difference whenever I walk in the door to know that somebody's a D and I basically just need to talk to them about a few little things, make sure we, we agree on the price and I get the paperwork signed. Often I will get paperwork signed without even agreeing on a price yet because I go back and do the market analysis afterwards. I don't do one before going on the appointment 95% of the time. What? Okay. So, so I got a lot of disbelievers. I'm feeling the energy here driving yeah. down the road. Like, I don't believe this guy, Blake, like how, right. So, so, okay. So 
you know, that's very hard to do, I would think, right? And so we need to know, like, can you and I role play this so you can teach everybody how to do that? Sure. I can, yeah, we can, we can do something. Like, how would you right. So you came to my house, mm-hmm. right? You want me to list with you. Yeah. But you don't want to come up with a price. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. Blake, you know, here's the thing, you know, why don't you tell me a price and then we'll decide if we want to list with you. Yeah. So that, that's, yeah, that's great. So what I do walk in, first thing I say, why don't you take me around the house and uh, tell me anything you want to tell me about the house, anything that stands out to you that you love about the house. Then whenever we uh, get finished looking at it, we'll sit down at the table and go over everything that I brought to you and what I can do for you to help you get it sold. We sit down at the table and uh, I say, first off, you know, always for that beautiful home, beautiful home. Uh, here's what I noticed about the house that we could do to make it more marketable. I am, I'm very upfront on people or with people. I'm very, very to the point, very purposeful. And what I say, as far as here's what it's going to take to get your home sold. You need to do this, this, and this. Here's what I can do to get your home sold. I don't do any paper advertising. I'm purely digital on the internet. I have, uh, I have 19 Facebook groups and eight Facebook pages. I use that a lot. Okay. Stop right there. So, so 19 Facebook groups and eight Facebook pages 27 things. What does that mean? Like what, who, who are in these? So I do a Facebook group per town. So basically we have Springfield, Missouri. Then around it, we have say, well, 17, 18 little communities that have between 4,000 and 20,000 people. I have a Facebook group for each one of those towns. I advertise our listings in every one of those towns in those groups. I have one for the County. I have one for foreclosures. I have one for luxury homes. And we post any of our listings and we allow other people to post in there as well. Uh, and it builds one of them. My, my largest group has around 2,300 people in it. Uh, smallest one is as many as 60 or 70 because they're growing. And, and so these are all like non-realtors for the most part. Yeah. They're in there just whatever. Yeah. How, how do you make it, you know, because a Facebook group nowadays is a cliche. You know, most people are in like, 35 of them and they don't know which ones to look at and and they only are looking at the ones that have like massive amounts of juice flowing through them mm-hmm. with lots of activity so how do you create that activity in these things so that people are drawn to yeah. them by by notifications well through conversion one of our uh, crms uh, we can do what's called building squeezes so we put out a daily squeeze no matter what on buyer squeezes on uh, wow, check out the market for this or something that's going to capture people's information, uh, pulls them back into our system. And then every listing we have per town, we're posting it twice a week on Craigslist and on one of our Facebook groups. Then we're sharing it. Even if it's not in that city? No. So if it it, it has to be in in the city. city. And then you let other real estate agents uh, at other companies put their stuff in there too? Um, I, some, depends. Uh, on what they're posting, yes. What's great about that is I created all the groups so I can filter who posts what. So yeah. that's, a, that's a big advantage. But more, more app than actually an effective tool. More app, it's just something that helps you get the listing, right? Yeah, it helps me get the listing, telling people that we have all these, these pages and groups and we're advertising. I mean, half the world has Facebook now. So who doesn't want to hear that in our area, we have more groups and pages. I have the agents that are right there competing with me every day, they're posting on my pages and I don't approve their posts sometimes because it's stuff that I don't want to approve because I'm trying to pull more market share than them. So course, it gives, yeah. gives me the opportunity to have, a, have something on them, have a, be a step ahead of them. Okay. So keep going. So what else do you tell them? Well, I go through, 
of course, Keller Williams on our, our different uh, search engines and, and everything that everybody else does across the United States that all the, you know, we're in 20 countries now, 160,000 agents. And uh, we're able to do KWLS. I, I go through the Keller Williams side of it. I go through our personal side of it with our two different websites that we use to capture leads. We try to make it a minimum of a five-minute response time no matter what. So you uh, fill out uh, the information on one of my websites, uh, one of my ISAs. Our goal is within five minutes to either call or email that person. So if you're looking for a house, that's our main goal through the day. Yeah. Speed to lead. Yes. Speed to lead. Okay. So let's go back to this specific objection and, and, and let, well, I want you to role play this in real time, right? Yeah. So, so you're at my house. We're sitting yep. at the kitchen table. You've gone through all your sales pitch. Exactly. Right? I'm so, like, I'm like, call me later when you, uh, when you know the price, because I'm not signing unless I get a price. Well, I of course do the, the, the best one of, okay, so I haven't done a market analysis yet. Some people will come to your house and they'll do market analysis before they come to your house. They're going to walk in. They're going to tell you what they feel your home's going to sell for. Well, I do it different. I walk in. I take a look at your house. I take a look at um, price, condition, location, right? That's what that's the main things when it comes to selling a home. You're going off your price, your condition, your location. The house may be super, super nice, but it may have a, a dump next door to it. That's going to affect the price. It may be that um, the inside of the house, the outside's really nice, but the inside's in really bad condition. I don't know that before I go on the appointment. So I can't really do an accurate market analysis on the house without taking a look at the house. So I explain that to every client when I go out is, so I'm taking a look at your house right now. I'm going to see if it needs any repairs, what the area is like. Uh, just, I have a list, I guess, not a standardized list, but one in my head, I guess you could say that I go through when looking at the house. And when I go back, I do my, my comparable market analysis to see um, which houses it's similar to. And that's how I get my price. And that's how I'm selling homes faster. And what I tell the people is that exact thing. I, I go through and, and look at it beforehand, go back and do my market analysis. It gives me two touches as well. So I'm meeting them up front, then I'm calling them and saying, hey, here's what I came up with your market analysis. What do you think? And they always tell me, I mean, it's always asking the question too, what do you feel your home's worth? If somebody says they don't know, they're lying, you have to dig in deeper because every single person has an idea of what their home's worth no matter what because they've done some type of research. But do you have to promise them like, like here, I'm the stubborn yeah. guy, right? And you're saying 95% of the time they just sign it without a price. Well, so do, you, do you have to promise me that, you know, you'll yeah. up the paperwork if I don't like exactly. the price? What, That's what is my it? exact line. If, if we can, if I give you a call tomorrow morning, either tonight or tomorrow morning is always my call. So if it's in the morning time, and I'm on a listing appointment. I'm going to say, I'm either going to give you a call this evening or first thing tomorrow morning. If uh, we don't agree on the price, which Typically, we have a price range that's going to be in. So if I say, so if it's going to be in this price range, we're still going to have a deal, correct? Yes. If we don't agree on that price range, which that happens often, and I don't take a listing if they want to list it. For so wait a minute. So you will give them price range while you're there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you give them a range, you just don't give them the, the exact price. Yeah. That's just off of, you know, I need to be the expert in the market because that's what I do. So yeah, I feel your house is worth that, that price that you're running. Say your house is worth $170,000. Yep. Feel it's worth. Yeah, I feel somewhere between 170, 180. We can get that that price for you somewhere in there. If we agree to that price, if it's at 175 and you're wanting 180, is that going to be a deal breaker for you? And it's just being very upfront, very truthful with the people. I don't, I don't beat around the bush. I don't try and uh, sugarcoat it. I just really, I'm very truthful, very upfront, and. I give them that call and I, I do use the line of if we, you know, if we can't agree on the price, then I will rip it up and I'll mail it back to you. And that works a lot. 
a lot of people are afraid to say too, do you want to go ahead and get it signed? Let's just go ahead and sign the paperwork today. If for some reason in 24 hours, even if you feel that like I'm not the right person, then once again, I'll rip it up and I'll mail it back to you. Yeah, no, I like that because, you know, there's an old adage, you know, you don't propose marriage after a fight, right? Yeah. And so many agents go in there and they, you know, create this battle over my price versus your price mm -hmm. and it pisses the seller off yeah, and then the seller doesn't want to sign. So you're basically giving them a range to make sure they're not complete jerks. Yeah. And you're also making sure that, you know, you're not losing it over $2,500, which exactly. is irrelevant to whether it sells or not. And, um, and then you call them back the next day and you're like, okay, well, based on the number. And obviously you'll probably go a lot of times on the, especially if it's expired on the lower end, if you told them 140 mm -hmm. to 150, you're probably going to come back and say 139.9. You know what I mean? I don't do 139.9. So I don't ever do one. I don't ever do nine nines ever. You, you, you always do the zeros. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah okay, search criteria, good. right? Have you heard that one before on the search? Yeah, criteria? yeah, so one, tell everybody. So uh, people are searching. So you said 139.9, primary example. People are searching from 130 to 140 or from 140 to 150. If you put a house at 139.9, people from 140 to 150 aren't going to find that search, aren't going to find that home. So that's a big part whenever I'm also doing my listing presentation of saying, uh, your house went off the market at 139.9. I'm going to put it back on at 140 because I'm going to hit a double amount of the people that are searching for homes between 140 and 150 because before you weren't hitting those people. Yep. Excellent. And that's me knowing the market. All right. Yeah. So Blake, let me uh, wrap this up with a flagship question is that, and that is this, if I were to put you on a TV reality show and I put you on there with nine other real estate agents and I put you in a town where there's a lot of commerce People are buying and selling things. People are buying and selling houses, but you nor any of the other contestants know anyone. You're all real estate agents. I give you $1,000. I give you a laptop computer and I give you a phone. Whoever sells the most amount of houses in a six-month period wins $10 million. How are you going to win this $10 million and beat out these other agents? So a computer and a thousand bucks. I am going to spend my money on a two programs. One we call Mr. Bigglesworth because it's our secret program. <laughs> and uh, another one's going to be uh, an auto dialer and I'm going to get on and I'm going to start calling people uh, with that. Uh, you say a thousand bucks, that's going to give me a year on one program. So, I mean, you said, Six months, correct? So that's a half a year. So we're good yeah, there. Yeah. I'm going to get out and start hitting the ground. I mean, when I'm not calling people, I'm going to be uh, door knocking. I've never door knocked before, actually. That's a, that's a funny one. So everything I do is over the phone first. I build the rapport there, then go meet them. So you're just going to get an – which auto dialer are you going to get? Vulcan 7. So you're going to get Vulcan 7, and you're just going to start calling down streets. Then, then the other 500 bucks, if I don't have a suit, I'm going to spend on the nicest suit I can because I'm going to dress to impress. And I actually uh, – I typically – Every point I go, appointment I go on, I have a suit on because people want to know that you're the professional, that you're the person that's going to take care of them. You show up in sloppy clothes, they're going to think you're a sloppy person. You show up dressed to impress, they're going to think you're, you're taking it serious and you're going to get their home sold. So part of it's going to be spent on a program, spent on a program. part of it's going to be spent on a suit, and I'm going to get you know hit the ground and start calling people. 
That's awesome. Well, listen, Blake, this has been great. Listen, best of luck to you in Springfield, Missouri. Listen, guys, if you have any referrals for Blake and his team in Springfield, Missouri, I'm going to put all of his information and everything we talked about at hybendigital.com backslash Blake. It's going to be an easy one because I think you'll be in 500 some episodes. You probably are only Blake. I'll just put Blake C. Make it easy. Hybendigital.com backslash Blake C. The letter C. Blake, thanks so much. Thanks so much for coming on a busy day, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Please be sure to leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. All five-star reviews help us get better and better guests for your listening pleasure. And if you have a great review, I'll read it on the show. We are so proud of this show now with over a million downloads in 79 countries around the world. Also, don't forget to buy my book if you haven't already. Six Steps to Seven Figures, a real estate agent's guide to building wealth and creating your destiny. With an intro by Gary Keller. Sold everywhere online books are sold. You can always go to pathyben.com and find out about all things Pat Hyben. And don't forget to follow me on social media. All you got to do is type in my name. I'm everywhere and easy to find. I hope to meet face-to-face someday. But in the meantime, let's meet on social media. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.